Hey, you guys, welcome to an all new episode of The Four State. Today, we are talking about shadow work, personal intimacy, and how these unconscious parts of us may be driving more of our behavior than we think. My name is Bailey. I am an intuitive healer and a holistic health coach, and shadow work is some of my bread and butter. I first encountered shadow work when I was doing lucid dream coaching. So to give you a little bit of background about me, I studied sleep for 12 years. I was a previous insomniac, termed sleep consultant. And the further I got into it, I started diving into lucid dreaming and understanding that there is this huge playground that our subconscious and our unconscious play in that drives a lot of our conscious thoughts, beliefs, and behaviors. When we engage in shadow work, which is about integrating, accepting, acknowledging all of these hidden and repressed aspects that live within our unconscious, it becomes a crucial gateway to tapping into the power that lies behind there. 95% of our actions are driven by our subconscious and shadow work brings you closer to harnessing and empowering your personal power through your subconscious. And once we start to tap into this unknown playground where our subconscious and unconscious live, we're able to have much more sustainable groundedness in our personal power. We're able to have crystal clear vision on what alignment looks like for us. We're able to really tap into love and compassion in a way that has never felt before. We're able to really draw in our radiance, our magnetism. We're able because we're coming from this such authentic, high vibe character, new experiences, new opportunities fall into our life with so much more ease. And we're, we have the skills and resources to maintain them. So what exactly is your shadow? I want to give you guys tangible things to hold on to when you're understanding shadow work. So I'm going to throw some different metaphors, synonyms your way and see what sticks for you. Okay, first, when you are living in your shadow, you are absent in your presence. You are trying to be someone. You are trying to have different things. You are trying to play out being the cool girl or you are trying to play out being the perfect person or you are trying to play out that, you know, something didn't hurt you. And when you live in this experience, you start accumulating negativity of what you don't want. And this creates a loop. So another way to think about this is actually as a kink. So when I think about kinks, obviously the first thing that comes to mind is a sexual kink. And when I think about sexual kinks, the first thing that comes to mind is a foot fetish. And when we think about something like that, there's this inherently like wrongness about it. There's this hidden sense of wrongness. There's this perverse desire for something that is like known as weird or like even in BDSM, 
this perverse desire for pain and bondage in daily life. And when you hold in these kinks, when you hold in these repressions of yourself, it turns out in you becoming a more perverse character in your life. It turns out in you becoming unconscious of your sexuality or whatever it is that you are suppressing. So it serves us to tap into shadow work because we don't want to be imprisoned by these unconscious parts of ourselves. We want to be empowered and work through and gain our awareness and actually tap into what it feels like to be compassionate with ourselves. So it's a kink. It is an absence in your presence. When you are able to integrate your shadow, your heart expands. You're able to live in this much more high vibe. You're able to shift into your heart center and you're able to connect deeper. Something that I tell all of my clients that are going through a a season or a wave where a lot of things are going wrong. They're experiencing a lot of negativity. They're experiencing a lot of situations where like they feel like they just can't move the needle. I ask you to look at this with compassion because when you are looking living in your shadow, you are living in a low vibe. You are living in you are living for someone else or for something else. So if you're not able to connect with others when you are living in your shadow, don't judge them because it is an experience of you having a mirror to the outside. Them responding to your low vibe is just that mirror shifting back on you. Any fear, any insecurity, any suppressed emotion that we have not integrated and broadened our awareness of and engaged in shadow work on can have an effect on our personal intimacy, on our connection with ourself. And it's so important to have personal intimacy with yourself. What does it mean to be intimate with yourself? It means having a deep understanding, a deep acceptance, a deep connection with your thoughts, feelings, and desires. And we want this because it is so easy to be living a life that is conformed to other people's desires. It is so easy to live a life in pursuit of making this religion happy or these parents happy or these friends happy or this imaginary society that you've built up in your mind. So when we become intimate with ourselves, we're allowing this true acceptance and true compassion of who we are. And a lot of the time, like, I don't know if you guys have seen different, I don't know, memes on Instagram or something. It's like, oh, just have compassion for yourself. But you can't reach into that level of compassion if you are being hindered by different shadows, different suppression that you don't know about. And we want to make sure that this is true compassion, because if you are trying to be compassionate because I'm telling you to be compassionate and you understand that that's what you need to do, it can lead to further development of negativity. So it needs to come from this genuine place of empowering yourself to embrace all parts of yourself instead of deeming one part of yourself as good and acceptable and the other as bad and unworthy. 
I want to give you guys some examples of how shadows play out in the modern woman's experience and why modern women, because that is who I work with. I work with creatives. I work with entrepreneurs. I work with honestly just bad bitches who are looking to upgrade their life, people in marketing and sales who are looking to tap into a new experience for themselves, who are looking to break through patterns, beliefs, and behaviors of the past and embody new ones. If you are looking to have support in this, I highly suggest that you check out my program, Genesis. Genesis is my nine-week group program. And it, the kickoff for it is on the 29th, 82923. If you have been looking for a community where you will be expanded in your inner work and your self-exploration and your self-concept and your wealth and your relationships and your health, then this is for you. We bring you through a process of really allowing your authenticity, your genuine authenticity, your confidence and your alignment to come through. And you guys, this information that I'm providing today, it's going to take you very far, but there comes a point where you do need the support of an experienced guide. You need the support of a community to actually move needles. And if you're just listening to this and are ready to take it to the next level and actually become accountable and have the compassionate but expansive support that you need, reach out. DM me on Instagram. Let's talk about Genesis or one-on-one. I do shadow work in both containers. Okay. And back to the podcast. So shadows in the modern woman's experience. I'm going to list a few different ways that this plays out. And I just want you guys to take note as I'm going through them and see what resonates for you. What have you experienced in your life in regard to allowing unconscious parts of you to take the wheel? That shame that says that you should be the perfect woman. So a lot of us have a fear of rejection and it makes us avoid being assertive for this fear of being labeled too bossy. It can also play out in staying in unsatisfied relationships or careers for too long because we're, fe- we're scared to be alone. It can play out in control issues, micromanaging your family, your friends, your situations to be perfect or to maintain this image of perfection, obsessive focus on appearance or body issue. And I, f- I feel like this is like common for every modern woman is this, does this control about trying to fit in with what looks good or, you know, quote unquote, perfect. And it's just so important to recognize if that's a part of your unconscious and see what you can do to move through that and actually come from this space of compassion. We're going to get into how to actually do that later. So stay tuned. But okay, a few others. Shadows can play out in unresolved anger and suppressing this anger like I really think of the feeling of bottling up these emotions and then all of a sudden you just have this un- unleash of wrath. <laughs> it's so funny. I was actually talking to a client and, and they were just telling me that they're most of the time they're very upbeat and they're most of the time they are on their, on their whole rhythm. But all of a sudden, you know, 
there is this unleash that has been bottled up and it creates so much self-sabotage in their life that the next day they they can't even like people almost black out in this experience because they're like, I can't even change how I am acting. I can't even change the self-sabotage. And a lot of that is due to suppressed anger, suppressed sexuality, sensuality. A lot of that is due to guilt or shame around certain parts of ourselves. Other ways that can play out is fear of vulnerability. So it's so funny, like, so many of us are are scared to share our authentic emotions because we want to appear strong. We want to appear independent and we want to appear in line with what it feels like to be empowered, especially, I mean, you guys, especially someone in a position who is a healer and a coach, like there can be this pressure to show up in this perfect you know, strong, independent, have it all together model. But the more that we can become vulnerable and recognize these moments where we are not feeling strong, we are not feeling independent and really being soft with ourselves in those experiences, the more we can take our personal power back for ourselves. I want to give a special moment to talk about how shadow work, how shadows play out in sexual repression or sexual suppression. There are so many people out here who are suppressing what they desire because they want to conform to what is culturally or, you know, what is right in their family about their own sexuality and not even sexuality, which means the act of being in your sexual essence, but also sensuality, which is about being in your senses. And they're both really related, but they can be mixed up. It's not like when you are in your sensuality, you are moving, you are feeling in your womb, you're feeling in your body and allowing that to take up all of its space. And there's a huge amount of repression and suppression of sensuality because it can feel almost like a little bit scary, a little bit close to sexuality. But when we put constraints around that, when we are not tapped into our sexuality or sensuality, we're missing out on so much. Sexual repression, sexual suppression can show up in a number of different ways that can be, you know, some, sometimes not so bad and sometimes can be debilitating to the body. So if you are someone who has experienced sexual repression or suppression due to trauma or past experiences, it's so important to seek help for that and to work through the shadows of that and see if you have any shame about your sensuality, about your sexuality. I'm so passionate about bringing the awareness to sexual repression and suppression because when you think about the energy of the body, when you think about where our fire is in our body, it's coming from our genitals, it's coming from our sexual organs, it's coming from our womb. It is powering up all of the energy that is within us. So when we're tapped into our sensuality and our sexuality, we're allowing this fire to ignite our willpower, our creativity, our compassion, our expression, 
our vision, our knowledge. It's powering up all parts of ourself from this place. And so we're able to flow much easier. We're able to be in life with much more ease and much more just like zest for life, like that glow for life. A couple other ways that it plays out. And then I'm going to talk about a little bit where shadows come from and move on to how to heal those for yourself. So shadows play out in addictive patterns, overindulgence in shopping and food and drugs, alcohol, Some of this can be to conform to societal norms, you know, to drink more, to binge drink. It can also be because you're scared that, you know, if you're not sober, then this person won't like you. Or if you don't do drugs, like then they won't like you, whatever. It can also play out just using substances to become numb, to cope with the pressures that comes with being a modern woman can also play out in being scared of your failure or being scared of your success. So you don't take risk. You don't put yourself out there. You sabotage what your success already is. So if you heard any of those symptoms of shadow shadows playing out in your life, just take a look at that and start to understand it, start to broaden your awareness of it, start to ask where the origin of it came from. A lot of the time our shadows can come from past traumas, past experiences, past pressures. So you guys heard those different symptoms of shadows playing out in your life. And if you heard one of them and it resonated with you, just take a note of it and start to become aware of its presence in your life. Shadow work is a journey. It's not a destination. And the beginning is just to become aware, to recognize that Sometimes our behaviors and actions are swayed by unconscious parts of ourselves. And ask yourself what those unconscious parts of you want to believe. So, when we're working with our shadow, it can be really helpful to understand the origin of it. Like I said previously, it can manifest from different traumas, different childhood experiences, different pressures, or different beliefs that you've habitually learned about yourself. So I'm just going to briefly touch on trauma. I'm not going to go too deep into trauma. That will be an episode for a later time. But I want you to understand that unaddressed trauma, if it's not addressed, it can become this shadow. It can start to affect us unconsciously. These traumas can influence how we react It can influence how we decide without our true awareness of its impact in how we're showing up in our life. So recognize if there is a trauma that has unconscious influence in your life. Recognize the patterns that you experience. If they they perpetuate any cycle of trauma affecting your growth, affecting where you're at, Because when we're living in our shadow, it's like we're attracting negativity. Whenever my clients or I am going through a wave or a season where it just feels like everything is going wrong, it feels like, oh my gosh, like there is just something in the air. This person pissed me off. This this car thing is going wrong, whatever, you know, a lot of things all at once. 
it's so important to look at these patterns and see where you subconsciously are trying to protect yourself. Because how we develop our shadow through trauma is first to protect ourselves. We develop this fear of failure because our ego is like, oh, hey, I don't want you to experience what it feels like to be let down. So I'm not going to let you take that risk. So recognizing this traumatic event has created this protection mechanism can start to empower your trauma integration because you can start to recognize and understand that your unconscious and your subconscious are the way they are because you want to protect yourself ultimately. When we're talking about healing trauma and integrating shadows, there's so many different approaches to this. If you have some traumatic event that you are processing or just trauma in general, I highly, highly recommend working with a professional. You can definitely get a lot out of this episode and a lot through self-reflection and journaling. But when you have someone to keep you accountable and to call you out in your awareness where you don't see, like they are hidden parts of yourself for a reason. And a lot of the time we're not able to really see them unless we have that broadened awareness, that third person perspective, showing us where to look, what questions to ask ourselves, guiding us in the direction that will give us the answers that we want. Definitely work with someone if you're working through trauma. But when it comes to shadow integration, I'm going to give you guys a couple of steps to just tune into when you are working through your shadow. We've already brought in your awareness of what it could potentially be. Now that you have a grasp on your unconscious desire to show up in fear, to show up in control, all these different ways, recognize that and just view it from this point of view of nonchalantness. Nonchalant is like, you know, neutrality. It's no big deal. Like it's just how things are. It's this feeling that no matter what situation is going on, it's going to be okay. Everything works out. Best case scenario. Zoom out, zoom out, zoom out until you can see this unconscious desire as something that you just need to accept. Hey, you just need to accept that shame, that fear, that foot fetish, whatever it is. So that's number one. Number two is saying yes to life. I am a huge advocate of healing through joy and contentment and fun and lightheartedness. There is so much power in going through and bringing your awareness to these shadows, this darkness, this not very great parts of ourselves. Like sometimes I don't love that I want to be perfect. And it feels so good to hold space for that, but also at the same time, double down on your joy, double down on having your own back, double down on your own confidence, double down on recognizing that you can have these unconscious parts of yourself and still be living the life of your dreams. Number three is to take full responsibility for your shadow. Don't blame anyone. Don't blame anyone in your traumatic event, in your experience, your parents, your friends, whatever. And just take responsibility that this shadow is the result of your unconscious living in the past. 
You have been living in the past and it's time to become present, to become heart-centered, to expand your heart. And number four is to stop shaming yourself, to bring it to life fully. Really look at this from the point of view of you are trying to protect yourself. You are doing the best that you can. And the more that you can understand and integrate this fear, insecurity, or suppression, the more lighthearted life will be. So just start having that compassion, that knowing for yourself. And all these things that I'm saying, you guys, I summarized it into four steps. Obviously, each one of those can be really intricate and really long and whatever. It can also be really easy. It depends what your situation is and what shadow you're working through. And again, if you need support with that, I highly recommend my program, Genesis. This was fun, you guys. Shadow integration is one of the most impactful things that you can do for your own intimacy, for your relationship with yourself. Because once you're able to recognize that you have these drivers of your behavior, these unconscious drivers of your behavior, you're like, oh, okay, well, what does it actually mean to be authentic with myself and authentically compassionate with myself? Like sometimes, (laughs) I know this is such a funny example, but like, okay, when I was first starting on my self-love journey, some of the affirmations that I would hear was like, oh, I love and accept myself completely. And that didn't feel authentic to me at all at the time. Like, You know, what felt authentic to me at the time was like, oh, bitch, you bad. Like, oh, you cool. Like, we got it. You know, like just weird, different ways of authenticity. And once I was like, okay, I don't have to be this like love and light, this spiritual, like, you know, blah, 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 eye roll person, I can get to be whoever I want. And what feels genuine to me actually feels real and is actually able to impact my life. It's like finding your shadow is like finding what diet will work for you, what nutrition will work for you, because you've gotten rid of all of the things that people say you should eat and actually just listen to what your intuition and your body know is going to work for you. So You're able to tap into your genuine authenticity. You're able to have a more compassionate relationship with yourself. You're able to relate with others on a deeper level. And this overall creates a ripple effect on your relationships, on your overall well-being. It's rippling out positivity into your overall entire life. So the work that you're doing in shadow work and not only reflects within you, it reflects how you interact with the world around you. And that's where we're actually able to see such tangible results in changing your career and changing your business and embodying this new level version of yourself. So the work you put into it is the work you'll get out. If you take this to heart and take these steps to heart, you can go miles and miles and miles. I want to end this by having respect and reverence for everyone's personal healing journey and recognizing that sometimes it can be hard and sometimes it can be 
longer than we might think it will be. And sometimes it can be easy. And I have respect for everyone's experience with that. Shadow work is a journey. Shadow work is something that you continuously do and continuously check in with. I encourage you guys to start to ask yourself, what is driving your behavior to sabotage? What is driving your behavior to negatively reflect upon yourself or to control your life? Once you have a grounded understanding of that, the possibilities are endless. Don't forget to subscribe and rate. And you guys, again, Genesis, it's my nine-week program and it is starting next Tuesday. I would love to see you there. And that is all. Ciao.